0: Are you ready for a second cup of the morning blend? Here's David and Brenda.
1: Monday morning, <laughs> I always have a second cup, maybe even a third cup. I put as some espresso in there. You, you, you just you <laughs> needed an extra little uh, caffeine to get you through getting you up on this morning. Well, Patrick, you're with us all week. As we said, if you missed the opening of the show, David. uh, taking some well-deserved time off on a vacation, going to see his parents, and taking them to see his granddaughter. I mean, wouldn't that be a wonderful event to have your daughter, your granddaughter, great-grandparents all together to, to spend a little family time together? as it should be.
0: I think it's fantastic. And the only only drawback is getting up at 4.30 in the morning. That's why I need this second cup. <laughs> you need a second cup today to get you
1: through. Well, we're going to have a great week ahead. And I had that story at the 8 o'clock hour about this woman. Her and her husband had a son. And then God blessed them with twin boys. And she thought, boy, these three boys are so easy. And then she laughed. And God said, she said, God to, her, uh, God said to her, well, if you can handle that, How about this? She ended up getting pregnant with triplets and had another boy and two little girls. That's a big family.
0: It's a lot of joy. That's a a lot lot of diapers.
1: (laughs) So I read a study once that said children who are born into large families like this that have a lot of children, they score in school very well in problem solving skills. So when they're out on the playground or when they're trying to work something out in the classroom, they find that these children have skills at problem solving, negotiation, the give and take, (laughs) those types of things, because they learn those in big families. You just got to be good at that thing.
0: I wonder if the lower the age, like the, the birth order, if you're down in the pecking order, if that if that increases the skills, you know, because you,
1: you, <laughs> you got a lot of a negotiation. You're getting
0: the hand-me-downs and everything else, right? <laughs>
1: well, fortunately for Christian, you know, he's at the end of a string of girls in right. our households. We got four children, three girls, and then Christian. And I used to tell him, I said, son, if you were gonna be the only boy in the family, you should have come first. And he goes, I know, because those (laughs) girls did not cut him much slack, even to this day. But I think of myself as having not a large family. Four is larger than others, but it's not a big Catholic family. I went to school with a family who had, I think there were uh, 10 Staley's. That was the last name. He was a doctor uh, in uh, the community there, and they attended St. Mary's School. I mean, if you were in school at that time, you were bound to have a Staley in in your house. I mean, they had farm and stuff, but there are some things that, if you come from a big family like that, some great things that you're good at and some things that, well, you just have to put up with. So we talked about uh, problem solving skills. The other thing is you always have somebody to play with. There's oh, sure. always somebody around to get involved in whatever ever type of event that might be.
0: So you can never say, mom, I'm bored.
1: Right? No, Yeah. no, never. Uh, but sometimes they say, according to Alatea, you may not be called by your name. <laughs> I have two brothers and my mom still has to run through the list sometime to get the right name out. Uh, I have all three of my daughters. Their names all start with an A. That was not a wise decision on my part, David uh, Patrick. I'm
0: I, speaking of not calling people by their see, name. See, <laughs> I just did that. Just
1: did that. So that's one of the things they say. If you come from a big family, yeah, get used to that. Get used to no quiet time. Do you remember that uh, film with Steve Martin, Cheaper by the Dozen? It was a remake. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. That was an active household. There was a lot of kids in that family, a dozen, and well, there was not too much quiet time.
0: Peter Fonda and Lucille Ball,
1: right? Were were they the originals? I think they were
0: the original. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a true story. Actually,
1: (laughs) I imagine so. Probably based on a big Catholic family. (laughs) If you're just tuning in, Patrick is joining us this week. It's time for a second cup on this Friday. We're talking about some of the things children from a large family have come to get used to. So Alatea said this too, sharing a bedroom. So my two daughters, they shared a bedroom from the time they were born until our oldest daughter went off to college. And so they were almost in high school and they were sharing a room. And then once our oldest daughter left, we split those other two up. And we still, whenever we were upstairs, still found them in the same room. One, you know, together in Uh the bed talking. And then finally in the evening they'd separated, but they were just so used to being together. They'll stack them on the walls, bunk beds, multiple bunk beds in different rooms. It's just a state of living.
0: Yeah. And I think that closeness there, it builds strong bonds between siblings. You know, there's just something about, I don't know, lying in bed with all the lights off and talking that just creates kind of a a real closeness together with siblings, you know?
1: Absolutely. And we could hear that too when the lights (laughs) were off and you'd come down and you'd hear the whispers. Good night, kids. <laughs> Time to go to bed. And then they get real quiet. And yeah, the other then
0: thing, they would we'll start up again. And
1: right. then they would start up again. A couple of the other things kids from big families know, you're always going to be known as somebody else's sister or brother. Oh yeah. Oh, I know who you are. That used to happen to me because I had a brother who used to carry on, we'll say, when he was in high school. Oh. Blaze, are you Steve's sister? <laughs> no, I am not. I would say that sometimes. And then a couple of other things, and I talked about this. You get very good at ne- your negotiation skills. Uh, you have enough people to play board games. If you want to play a game, you want to have a baseball game, basketball game, play a board game, you can always find plenty of participants.
0: And if you got 10, you've got a team.
1: That's it, really. <laughs> and then, well, you know that you always have ardent supporters on your side. So Amen. when you show up at the baseball game, they show up at your volleyball game, Well, you've got your own cheering squad. We hope you enjoyed today's Second Cup.